Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio. Uh, you know it is our fourth Wednesday time with Ward Heinrichs. Ward is a San Diego employment attorney, and he joins us every fourth uh, Wednesday to give us an update on California employment laws. I can't speak. But here's the thing. Go to his website, bestemploymentattorneysandiego.com. He keeps up with laws there and talks with people online and uh, also over the phone. You can give him a call, whether you're a business owner in management or uh, the employee that may need some help. So today, He's going to talk about leaves of absence rights because this has really expanded over uh, now into 2023, but it's kind of been changing over the last, I think, three or four years. So welcome back, Ward. How mm -hmm. are you? Well, thanks for welcoming me back. Yes, I am doing well. Things are really oh. starting to pop here in California. We finally got a little sunshine. It, it's been raining. Whoa. For, uh, you know, like three weeks in a row. It's just crazy. Um, mm. But we're drying out and things are good. And you're going to have sunflowers, and well, not sunflowers, but like spring wildflowers all over. The desert's going to be mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah. It's be oh, a magic I hadn't thought spring. about that. I love going out yeah. there after good rain. It's it yeah. very pretty. And up in Julian, up in the mountains, all the, you know, the lilacs and the daffodils and all that. And I'm kind of feeling homesick. <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, the, the foliage <laughs> will be beautiful. I just got an email from Mission Trails. They have a little park there. Well, it's a big yeah. park, actually. Uh, and there's, there are all sorts of fungus growing there that have never grown there before. That's what they're claiming in there. Yeah, so it's mushrooms popping up all over the place. So Ooh, yeah, there's really a fungus among here. us. Don't, don't go eating too many of those. You never know what could happen, Ward. Or we smoking. might have to get... You know, we might have to, I know, we might have to get an attorney for you. <laughs> I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm good. Everybody be ha happy with your mushrooms. But, uh, but yeah, today, you know, talking about going out and hiking and everything, there's um, paid leave, right? So there's vacation time. So mm -hmm. that's really not what we're going to be touching on today. It's not like vacation time. Um, although, I mean, you could try and lie to get out of work, right? Or... <laughs> Well, sure you can. Um, and, and paid leave is a kind of leave. And I could have included it in this list, but those laws really haven't changed much. But it's mm -hmm. another type of leave. And there, you know, there, there's more types of leave than I mentioned in my article. Mm -hmm. uh, but when you say, can you lie? Well, uh, uh, for sick leave, it's possible to say, hey, I'm sick. And, you know, your employer really, I advise employers, well, just give it to them. Don't worry about it. If you can prove that they're lying later, well, then you got to, then, then you can fire them. Um, you know, I've heard of stories where someone took sick leave and they uh, got photographed at Disneyland. <laughs> the mm -hmm. same day. Uh, so I, that's never happened to any of my clients that I know of, but uh, I've heard of it happening. And yes, they, that's it happens, number one. And number two, they can get terminated for that kind of stuff. Oh, so be careful. All right. So uh, now one of yeah. the big new laws I want to touch on is or I should say absence rights really kind of goes with what's been going on with the weather in California. Uh, certain areas, Central California, had massive flooding. Um, even right now, the General's Highway going in from Three Rivers, California, into Sequoia National Park is closed because of mudslides and uh, after the fires. Uh, so now 
that's kind of devastating. And so a lot of people were evacuated. Even during the last show you were on, one of our guests couldn't make it on the show because she was being evacuated. Really? And, oh, I yeah, didn't know yeah, that. Oh, yeah. interesting. And um, it was sad, you know, so really scary times. But that's something that employees now, if there's a wildfire, an earthquake, any kind of natural disaster, right, or an emergency situation, like, you know, maybe a, a shooting in a school and your kids are in it, uh, things we don't want to talk about, but are really happening. Um, you can now get, you can't force them to come to work, right? Right. You can't force uh, those people to go come to work and you can't um, stop them from leaving if that kind of situation is going on. It's a, it's a situation that is an emergency situation or a situation of extreme peril. Um, mm -hmm. And it really leaves it up. The, the judgment, there's there's gray area in there, you know, what is one, what's not. But, you know, the mm -hmm. idea is if, if your life's in danger kind of thing or if life or if someone in your family uh, immediate family has a, a, a potential dangerous situation or they're in a potential dangerous situation, then you can actually leave work and they can't mm. stop you from using your cell phone to figure these things out too. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh, so yeah, if you get yeah. an emergency call, like, hey, you've got to evacuate your areas on fire, you can use then your you phone and go. talk to who you need and they can't get on. So you right. can take your cell phone to work then basically in case of, you know? Yes. Now, you know, it depends on the employer's policy. Some employers have a policy of no cell phone use. Some don't. It just depends. But if they mm -hmm. do have a policy of no cell phone use, then under these circumstances, you're allowed to use it, you know, to one, monitor the situation so you can get news reports and things like that. And then two, to communicate to people that you have to communicate to. Okay. All right. So well, this is all reasonable. stuff. Yeah, I think I think it's an important yeah. thing. Uh, mm -hmm. For sure. I'm going to let's go back up to and everyone Ward's articles up on blend radio and TV.com right now you can see it and uh, uh, just type in Ward and, and sick leave or I should say leave absence and it'll come up. Uh, you can also see Ward in our expert department and in the business section. Um, but this is also about bereavement leave. So um, this is a this is a new law for this year right about if someone has passed in your family. Yes. Uh, before this year, California didn't have a law that created a right to bereavement leave. Mm -hmm. Some companies had bereavement leave policies that allowed for it. But if they didn't have such a policy, then they didn't have to then a, a business wouldn't have to let someone go when a person who is in their immediate family or you know extended slightly extended family um, passes away and attend the funeral. I think, honestly, most employers, even if they didn't have um, such a policy, they they would work things out usually. And mm. So that seems to be, you know, people are common sense most of the time, but they didn't have to. Now they have to. Now they absolutely, if, some, if uh, you know, your grandparent dies, your parent dies, um, sibling, things like that, children, you definitely get time off for bereavement leave. It's unpaid time, but you get time off. Okay. Yeah. So as an employer, if, if your employee is in trouble in any manner and they're really not focusing on work yeah. and they need time off and you don't have to pay them, I can't imagine why you'd make them stay. You know, well, yeah. You know, I, I yeah. agree. And that's why I say I, I don't think it was a huge, big problem because most of the businesses that I know and work with, they're going to let someone go, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. 
Now, you know, there is a gray area, you know, if it's your mm. great grandmother, if it's your best friend's mother, you know, something like that. Well, maybe not. Yeah. Mm. And it's not. But that's, you know, best friend's mother is not required under the law. So you might not get that still. But again, mm. people, you know, businesses tend to be common sense about m- most uh, a mm. lot of that kind of thing. What about pets? <laughs> oh, what if my dog dies? I want. I don't want to go to work. I'll be crying. No bereavement leave. Sorry. <sighs> Fine, Ward. If you hear that, doggies. Fine. You Fine. hear that? Yeah. That's but, but if you want the, my permission, take a day off. I w- I think that's would be because some people are so attached to their animals that they you know mm-hmm. if they're crying all day, you know, it's it's sad. Oh yeah. Well, right. If you're you know. If you have a, you know, I really think these things happen where you have a normally a very good employee and they're just not able to function. I think you're going to let that person have some time off. Yeah. Right. Where you run into more problems is the marginal employee, someone who really isn't trying that hard, you know, and, and it, there's all sorts of employees out there. I'm not blaming employees, yeah. but some employees are better than others. Then you're like, really, for your dog, mm. you missed uh, 20 hours last week because uh, your chicken. you were hungover yeah, because you were at Disneyland. You know, yeah, 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 you were hungover <laughs> after Disneyland. So you called in sick from your fake vacation. You're, <laughs> you could get in trouble. But so that's one thing that's new. And then you talk about the Cam- uh, California Family Rights Act. And this is something that has kind of been changing over the last few years. Yeah, it sure has. And we've covered most of this on past interviews and things. But uh, the the ma- the big one was in 2021, the California Family Rights Act. Well, in 2020, the California Family Rights Act applied to businesses that had 50 or more employees. Then in 2021, the law changed and it was businesses, businesses that had five or more employees. And so that's pretty dramatic. That's Yeah. That's a big change. So that was the big change. And then they um, recently expanded the number of, of people that it can apply to. And they added to the list that also expanded over time. The last couple of years has expanded. But this is the last expansion that we've seen in 2023 is a designated person. So you're allowed to say this person, at least under the, the CFRA, the California Family Rights Act. Now, the Sick Leave Act is slightly different. I'm sure we'll get into that. But under the California Family Rights Act, the person that is designated needs to be a, a blood relative or someone like a blood relative. So again, okay. a little gray area, but you know, someone. the idea is it's someone close to you. So- And you go help them. You can take time off of work, if they have some type of illness. So like if I had a, a nephew mm-hmm. and, you know, I was close to the nephew and close to, you know, you know, I, and I could take care of them, I could do that. You know what I mean? If they're close. Yeah, that that okay. probably satisfies the law. So you go and, and you can name them when you need it. You don't have to say this is my designated person. And they're on the books for 30 years. You can, you oh, can say it could be hey, like an my- emergency situation. Well, emergency, or it doesn't even have to be an emergency. The law says you can go up to your boss and say, hey, I need to go. I need some time off to help my sick nephew. They've got COVID, you know, whatever. And mm-hmm. they go, what? Are you kidding me? Your nephew? And you go, well, I'm designating my nephew as my designated person under the 
California Family Rights Act. That's that's fine. California Family Rights Act says that's fine, and that you should get the leave under those circumstances. Yeah, because I mean, what happens or unpaid? It's paid leave. It's unpaid. Now, remember, when I say unpaid, that means that law doesn't require payment, but you can use um, vacation time in place, PTO in place, sick leave in place. You can actually use some sick leave for the California Family Rights Act um, Hmm. time. Mm -hmm. Okay. So So that you get paid. There are ways of getting payment. At least limited. It, it, again, th- this thing is uh, California Family Rights Act allows you to get 12 weeks off a year. Um, and so oh, most, yeah. What? 12 weeks? Yeah, you can get 12 weeks off. What's the point wow. of going to work? For a serious um, <laughs> medical condition. Okay, something serious. So like if, uh, you know, is, is, you know, is making up about a nephew, but what happens if say okay the nephew the sister and her husband were in a major car wreck or something and like you know you're gonna step in to help all of them you know what i mean that would be something that takes a lot of time like they have rehab there's you know what i mean that kind of thing would be something intense yeah yeah uh i'm i'm thinking for a sick nephew you probably don't need 12 weeks you know a week might do it but it does depend what the nephew has and and how close you are with them things like that but remember, wow. this law is broader than that than what we've just described. It also mm. covers baby bonding. You can get twelve weeks for that. It covers uh, other serious medical conditions um, that. You know, uh, anyway, so it can it covers things that really could last. It covers like you cancer, yourself. like yeah. If you have cancer and you can't work, you can get twelve weeks under the California Family Rights Act. Okay, well, and then what happens when you say about baby bonding? Is that only for the mother or can the father get that too? It's for both. Okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. So right, what that's happens good. if you if you go, let's just say you have two major emergencies within one year and the first emergency you use up your 12 weeks and then months later something else happens. The employee, I mean, do you get fired or... You can take the time off, not get fired, but you don't get paid. I mean, what well, happens there? You already don't get paid under the California Family Rights Act okay. unless you have some other type of leave that you can use that is paid. Yeah, um, okay. So payment just, really isn't the issue. It's the amount of time. time. So if you say if you've used up your 12, you don't get any more. Okay. So you don't you don't have a right to get any more. If you take it off, then you could get terminated. Oh, wow. Mm. But now, again, change. do people yeah. work that out? They might, you know, mm. depends on a lot of things. So that could still be worked out. Um, and I mean, the, remember, this runs into sick leave law, too. And now mm. you don't get nearly as much time uh, in San Diego. You get five days in California. The California law gives you three days. So you may be able to get some extra time that way if you haven't used mm. it for your mm. California Family Rights Act. And stuff. your vacation. And your vacation is your yeah. If you haven't used that during the CFRA leave, then you could probably in these situations. What about so? Yeah, these are like emergency things, and um, so you can do the different leaves. And I think a lot of employers, if this is a really top earning or you know just like a a vital team member in their company, they're going to probably work with you to do things. But you know, there's. 
so many circumstances that maybe you mm -hmm. can negotiate that even when you're getting a job like hey i mean i know this goes into discrimination again maybe right if you like do employees if you're not doing something physical have the right to ask you like do you have a pre-existing condition you know what i mean so that they already know those they're going to use those 12 weeks up <laughs> like if you have cancer and you still go get a job all right so yeah i mean you could disclose that now you know i mean there's hipaa so they gotta be a little careful about that kind of stuff but if if the the applicant says hey i've got cancer in the interview and they put you on notice then you got to be careful because mm. they may end up not hiring you for quote unquote other reasons that would be an issue right but it also puts them on notice and they can't discriminate against you because you've got this medical condition you know that that would prob well um you get coverage you get protection under uh the government code and fiha the the fair employment and housing act mm -hmm. okay it, it and it that protects the protected categories and you know we have what almost 20 of them now i think in california we've got a ton uh, and one of them is disability and so that mm -hmm. could fall under disability and an applicant has right not to be discriminated against because of a disability what, what happens if it's pregnancy like you, same thing same thing, same thing. okay because that's a medical thing yeah, yeah. wow you, and what you happens if you don't tell protection. them if you don't tell them like some people know they're pregnant and will still go get the job because they need the money and then it's yeah. like oopsie it happened and you know i didn't tell that you happened a little quicker than i thought yeah sorry <laughs> the baby's coming out early like two months early Fast and gestation no. period. Yeah, I, it was, yeah. you know, it was just after the holidays. I put on weight. Oh, no, the baby's coming early. So, yeah. Um, or just, I didn't know. No, never if, ask a woman if, if she's disclose, pregnant. You're not required to, to disclose that stuff. You're not required oh. to disclose that stuff. Oh, wow. So if you okay. Don't disclose. And then you say, hey, I need, you know, I want to invoke my rights. Then, you know, wow. They, wow. they have wow. the right to go out. Um, on the PDL and some other things. Okay, well, this no. is interesting. You know what? Well, yeah, it's interesting to know. You know what? You know, but the Healthy Workplace, Healthy Families Act. I mean, doesn't why why is that different than the California Family Rights Act? I mean, isn't it all about oh. family? Okay, what? <laughs> I'm I love that. Here. Is it all about family? That yeah, no, it is. So they just jumble them together. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> under one family thing yeah <laughs> one is for sick leave that's the not the california family rights act but the, the what i call the sick leave law that's okay. for sick leave that's the easiest way to think about it you know the healthy families whatever act you know whatever no one ever calls it that. i feel like we're all gonna eat carrots and vegetables well i would advise that if i were a doctor but <laughs> yeah. yeah um but so the sick leave it has a different purpose than the California Family Rights Act, I'm, although they do overlap. Sick leave, the idea is, hey, if you're sick, don't come to work. So California, the California legislature says, hey, we don't think sick people should be coming to work. And we know mm -hmm. that if they take time off and don't get paid, they try to come to work anyway so often. And then they spread this illness. 
So yeah. what we're going to do is say, hey, they get some time off if they're really sick. Well, and, and again, there's lots of gray area and people can cheat on it, la di da da But the idea is, well, even if there's a little bit of that, we still want healthy work, healthy families. That's really okay. where they came so, up with it. So it's sick leave did, law. So like the, COVID. Well, the, yeah, well, the pandemic changed this because, I mean, people were working at home. And and what if you're at home, but you're still you're home because there's a pandemic, but you are actually ill, but you're already at home. I mean, how can they make you work even if you're sick and say, OK, well, go work from yeah. home? Um, well, you're entitled to sick leave pay and take sick time mm -hmm. off. So, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm venturing on areas that I, I think I'm right on, but I'm not absolutely positive now. I think we always do this to you, Ward. <laughs> I, I <don't>, uh, <laughs> we always have to mess with you. Sorry. Yes, uh, um, <laughs> Nancy, who starts it. You get, no, you have the same rights at, if you're working from home as you do from the office. So okay. Okay. you can still get sick, sick time. And if you're on sick time, they really can't make you work. You could you could say, hey, I'm going to just take two hours and I work for six hours. You can do that. But they mm -hmm. can't make you work if you say, hey, I need a day or two. Okay. They can't make you work. Right. Now, mm -hmm. uh, under COVID, though, it's a little different. Um, you, you If you had to quarantine, you could still work if you were working at home. Yeah. So that that's mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say. It's like it's weird because you could be sick still function i mean i work when i'm sick Somewhat. but am i as effective yeah. no you know what i mean it's like you you can't you're not as good at your job when you're sick period you're just not you you but at least you're not, you're not operating it yeah you're not getting people sick else. but yeah as an employer do you want your do you want to ask your people to still work when they're sick i think that would look pretty bad especially in today's market that would not be yeah, I mean, it's probably unwise. And again, mm -hmm. you have the right to say, I'm going to take the day because I'm sick. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it really, the employer doesn't have any choice. They could investigate if they want to and try to figure out. Mm. But who's really going to take the time to do that? Not too many people. It's not mm. worth it. It's a day. Mm. Yeah. Right. No. Okay. So, mm. When it comes to for your side as an attorney, it's really important. Like you, you're. I know HR does a lot of the, you know, the HR stuff and the manuals and all of that and understanding sick leave. But for companies, what do you see as some of the things that companies are doing wrong and getting themselves in trouble with these absence, you know, leaves of leaves of absence uh, rights and and laws? Yeah, I haven't seen any problem with bereavement yet because it's so new. Uh, I've seen some issues with sick leave, uh, specifically under the San Diego City sick leave law. Um, it's a little more strict. Now, here's the weird thing. Sick leave under California, you can't sue for. I don't know why, but there's no, nothing I've ever found. I've looked. I've said, boy, I wonder if there's a violation here. If you, if you, if an employer can be sued or, or you can sue an employer. It, 
I don't think you can. And if someone That's out wild. there knows differently, then please correct me. But I haven't found it. But under the California, oh. the San Diego one, you can sue. It's clear. Oh. And so, wow. yeah. So if there's a violation there, then it really can cause, you know, litigation. You get attorney's fees, you get all this stuff. Uh, it can cause a big problem for an employer. And that's why generally you say, hey, you know, maybe they're stretching it a little bit, but is it really worth it? Because here's the downside. Mm. Mm. So, so if, I know we're talking yeah, about sick leave. Go ahead, Nancy. So I was going to say, if an employer insists you come to work when you phoned in and you said, well, you know, I've got whooping cough or whatever, and it's catching. I'll just use COVID. And they demand that you <laughs> go to work and then someone else gets sick. What happens to the employer then? I mean, now you've got two people. One was forced to come to work sick, and then the other one got sick from the other sick one. I mean. Wow. Well, I haven't yeah. seen a case like that, but I suppose it's possible that um, yeah. they did a, you know, employer did some type of negligent act that um, that harms a third party. Mm-hmm. And that could be actionable, I suppose. You know, I mean. How much are you going to get for a cold? Yeah, not yeah. much. Really. But, you know, if it's something serious, well. Serious, yeah. Then maybe. Uh, and yeah. there would be two problems there, though. First, if, if the employee who is sick has sick leave, you can't make them come in. Mm. So that, mm. that's a number one. You, you, you know, you've got a big problem right there. And then if someone catches this horrible disease, yeah, I, I could see that there would be a second potential lawsuit based on some type of negligence. Well, isn't this also cross into, um, we did shows on this a a couple times over the years, over um, it's the responsibility of the employer to create a safe workspace. You know what I mean? It kind of goes into that too. I mean, what happens? You can get, you, you have to protect that. I mean, it's like trying to make a chef work in a, in a place and not give them a break when it's really hot in a kitchen, there's a line of what you can do, like put them in the cooler for a bit and then they'll be fine. But (laughs) every chef I know is going to hit me over the head now, but I'm just kidding. Mm. But there are, you know, there's safety issues in regards to security that we've talked Mm -hmm. about. Like if you, you know, work in a bar and someone's doing something stupid to an employee, it's all of those things. Um, so that goes also with being sick. I would think that if like if your building is making people sick and you've been warned about it, you know, if you've got mold or something and your employees mm-hmm. are all getting sick and you never changed it, that could be a, a, a drama. You're right. And I didn't bring that up. There is a separate statute that puts the burden on the employer to have a health, healthy and safe workplace. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's a couple of different statutes that touch on that and one directly and one less directly but you can still use and those create liability so mm-hmm. yeah that's a better actually a better answer than negligence you, 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 employers do have a duty to have a health healthy and safety safe workplace okay mm-hmm. so wow so we got sick leave we've got people being designated you got people being protected um if mm-hmm. you're in san diego you can sue <laughs> <laughs> I know, isn't it crazy? Well done, well but done. If, Good place but if you're in Sacramento, to, right? you can. You can no, but you'll be. Well, you never capital. know. They they might have yeah. their own law that allows that. I, I just don't yeah. think the California law does. And really, I've researched it. I've looked. And I go. This doesn't make any sense. You you know, we can't. Yeah. Enforce it. 
Um, or it, mm. I I don't have to defend this if my client does this. So when uh, it when it when it comes to the law, which preempts the other? Like the state law preempt federal law, or federal law always wins? Well, federal law generally preempts state law, but there okay. are certainly certain exceptions. Uh, under uh, the Fair La Labor Standards Act, which is a federal law that uh, mm -hmm. governs to a certain degree uh, things like minimum wage and overtime. Um, it's There's law that says that if the state law is more friendly, that doesn't get preempted. But okay. if it's less okay. friendly, it and when I say it friendly, does. provide more protection to the employee. Hmm. That's okay. what I mean by friendly. Okay. So if the state law provides more, so in California, I almost always sue under the California statutes. Mm. There are times when I might use federal, uh, use them in conjunction. And there are mm. times when I might want to just go to federal court on a federal violation, but usually mm. not. Usually it's the California law has uh, more protection and allows for more damages. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Wow. And then what about wow. San Diego versus the state, like the city law? Like, same thing applies there. Uh, mm. If San Diego has more laws that are more friendly to the employee, then they'll apply. Oh, wait, is it city that you can sue San Diego city or San like Diego if you're, city. but not the county. So if you not live in county. Julian, there'll be no suing. But if you live proper San Diego city, you can sue. Yeah, when you know the city is nearly as big as the county, not you know, not quite. It's huge. Yeah, it's big. Mm. It's a big city. Mm. It's a big county. I think it's the biggest county in in the state, uh, San Diego. Who would you sue in Julian? It may be. Anyway. It's it is a big yeah, county. Yeah, because you think about Anzabrego Desert mm. um, is part of that, yeah. and that's six hundred and something thousand acres. It's the largest mm. desert state park in the forty-eight lower states. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. See, I've got the desert but, stuff. Now so I want to go see wildflowers. <laughs> who would you sue in a, if you lived in a in a place like Julian, which is, uh, is it still unincorporated? Who would you sue anyway, city-wise? Yeah, you the I mean, chamber of such commerce? Smaller no, the sm there's such smaller employees in, in you know, yeah. most of the unincorporated areas. They're smaller. Uh, yeah, but I think well, that's I think Julian's actually incorporated, but... Is it? But no. Julian, I don't think it has its. Oh, it's not. It's not incorporated. No, city. Diane Jacob and everybody so. was part of that. That's who. Like, if they went for funding mm -hmm. for the chamber or the merchants association, they had to go through Diane Jacob's office. Okay. So unless it changed after the fires and stuff, I don't know. But yeah. But I we think that's be behind on that. But I'm thinking about these small towns, right? And these small businesses, and they may have five employees. Right. And so, like you know. When, when we talk about only five employees for some of these laws, that can really, like the one about the bereavement leave, mm -hmm. that could be, you know, pretty big to, a, a, especially when you think about something devastating happening, right? An emergency mm -hmm. or something like that. And, and it's yeah. affected all the employees. Like maybe it's a shooting or something. Oh, I know this oh is my gosh. You know, if it, yeah, no, I mean, could, all right. That, so if that could be someone's, rough. that could be very rough. I, but, you know, if it's an emergency and people yeah. are near death, <laughs> they're not going to be working anyway. Um, but you're right about bereavement leave, I suppose. Well, I think 
shoot. I mean, how often would it, here's what I think. I think the number five for the California Family Rights Act puts a big burden on small employers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you have five employees or six or seven, you know, a few, um, and two of them say, I need 12 weeks of leave. That's pretty tough for a small business. Yeah. yeah, because now, I was thinking like I was thinking about Julian that way, because like if one person passes away, you're in a small community where everyone's really close. You know what I mean? Related. It's a very close knit community that they could like you at that. If I was a business owner, I would close this shop and say, we're, you know, taking time out, bereavement time for everybody at that point. You know what I mean? Just for the a couple of days to oh, that's, honor the person who's passed or something. Yeah, a couple of days, but, maybe, but yeah, but I mean, still, but five employees, I mean, you could have one full time and the rest all being part time. And like, that's what I'm saying. If they have a shared person of loss, that could be really hard. On a oh, business. OK. Yeah, I see what you're that's saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, it could. You're right. I hadn't thought yeah. of that. Because people Especially work together, they're you, close, you know. It's you um, hire family members. If you hire family members and then there's a death in the family, yeah, you could lose a bunch of your staff. But that's when time. you just kind of close, I think, sometimes. Sometimes as a company, it's good to stop the machine out of respect. Oh. Yeah, I like that. Can I write that down? Yeah. Stop yes. the machine out of respect. Sometimes, yeah. you know, um, and, okay. and it, you know, could be protection for yourself down the road. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's better to just handle it. But I do think five, five employees, that's, that's California is getting other... tough, man. Ward, how many new mm. laws? I mean, what's going to happen at the end of this year? I wonder. Fast, <laughs> the fast, uh, the fast workers, uh, the fast food workers act. Um, the we'll fast see where act. that goes. Yeah, we'll yeah. see where that goes. Well, um, we're going to have to I, wait for a, more than a year, though. It's going to be 2024 oh. at the election. Ah. Mm. Oh, that's right. Huh? That's right. Wow. Wow. Um, all of these sick leaves and, and family leaves and family, all of these things that we've talked about. Mm. Is this for non-government versus like if you're a firefighter or if you are? Um... Good question. I didn't include that concept here because i think most government entities know that it does apply to them <laughs> okay 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 just wanted yeah. to check in on i was that, just but... trying to hit the the private employers but yeah in most of these statutes and i have to go look through and make i'm not sure i'm pretty sure actually for all the ones i've listed in my article that it does apply to mm -hmm. government entities okay. as well. um mm -hmm. but i could be wrong on one you know but i don't think so okay I mean, it's, I mean, there's so many variables with law, right? It's, it's, there's so much. So everyone, bestemploymentattorneysandiego.com is the website. Ward is here every fourth Wednesday. Uh, so keep up with us at bigblendradio.com, but see his article on blendradioandtv.com. Thanks so much, Ward. It's always fun. Thanks, Ward. Yeah, no, it was fun. Great, great interview. Cool. I enjoyed it. Cool.